0: Welcome to VDARE Radio. I'm your host, Virginia Dare. The European Union will hold elections on May 23rd, and the future of the bloc will be shaped by the outcome. It is a showdown between Hungarian President Viktor Orban and the French President Emmanuel Macron. Macron is calling for vastly extended EU bureaucracy, and has published a call to oppose nationalism. His appeal was published in 22 European countries, yet Macron faces opposition at home. A member of the National Rally Party in France mocked him as simply a quote-unquote scarecrow rather than the leader of Europe. The Yellow Vest movement is not really being covered by American media, but it will continue to rage on in the streets of Paris and, if anything, is growing more militant. Meanwhile, most commentators believe the so called centrists are going to lose their majority in the next round of elections. An article in The Guardian declares quote, Polls suggest the two big groups, the center right European People's Party and the center left Socialists and Democrats, will only win 45% of the seats. One complicating factor is that the European People's Party is facing pressure to expel Viktor Orban's Nationalist Party because the party is directly attacking European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker, A recent Hungarian ad campaign labeled Juncker as an ally of George Soros and someone who wants to force mass immigration on Eastern Europe. This is true, but Orban has already apologized for the campaign. Why? For whatever reason, he wants his party to remain a part of the European People's Party center-right coalition. The European People's Party, and more broadly, the center-right, needs Orban in order to have a big group of seats in the EU, but at the same time, Orban can't be permitted by the European establishment to directly challenge the pro-immigration and anti-sovereignty direction of the EU. Making things even more interesting, an Italian party, the Fratelli d'Italia, is making a block called the Alliance of Conservatives and Reformists in Europe which is preparing a home for Orban if he is forced out of the EPP. The stated goal of this party grouping, in the words of one politician, is to unite all of Europe's conservatives and force Macron to the margins. Not enough chaos? Get ready for this. Because of the failure of Parliament to figure out how Brexit is going to work, the British may be forced to participate in the EU elections. Who knows what kinds of parties will win seats in that event? The battle between Orban and Macron, between nationalists and the post-nationalists of Brussels, is usually seen as a battle between those who want independence from the EU and those who want to consolidate the alliance. The press is clearly cheerleading for more consolidation. As Foreign Policy puts it, It's incontestable that Europe cannot deal with problems like immigration and the flow of refugees, the threat from Russia, cybersecurity, and privacy. Unless it can act collectively. End quote. Yet, like the National Rally said of Macron himself, this argument is a straw man. The issue is not whether Europe needs unity. The issue is unity for what? A common border policy would make sense for Europe, especially because of the utterly unsustainable African population boom and the continuing instability in Syria. Yet, instead of functioning as a civilization defense pact, The European Union serves as a kind of civilizational suicide pact that prevents individual European countries from protecting their own borders. The EU threatens to dump refugees on recalcitrant nations, an implicit admission that these third-world migrants are a burden, not a strength. Or take the so-called quote-unquote Russian threat. Considering the scale of Islamic terrorism in Europe over the last decade and the wholesale transformation of entire cities, The real national security threat to Europe is demographic change, not Russia. Yet for some reason, the European Union wants to rope all these different nations into confronting Russia. Why? The problem is not the European Union. The problem is that it is an anti-European Union. The problem is that the continental bloc forces countries into adopting insane and self-defeating immigration policies. What is needed is a radical reform of the EU's immigration policies in order to make the idea of European integration sustainable. If that doesn't happen, escape from Brussels becomes the only alternative. And considering how hard even Brexit has been to implement, that may be all but impossible. Let's hope the good guys win in May. I'm Virginia Dare, and thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon.